Seventeen of Yudzayin of Tzadik, his conversations, five ten. My friend Reb Naftali told me that once the Rebbe spoke to him about the mitzvah of tefillin. The Rebbe emphasized the great holiness of the tefillin and said that by rights one ought to feel tremendous enthusiasm when putting on tefillin. The tefillin are so awesome and holy that one should be gripped with fear and trembling, solemnity and awe when he wants to put them on. The Rebbe spoke about this at great length. I also learned a great deal about the exaltedness and holiness of the tefillin through various things the Rebbe said. He said that very many of his lessons dealt with the mitzvah of tefillin. In some of these lessons, tefillin were not mentioned explicitly at all. But even so, these lessons were concerned with tefillin. The lessons in Likutei Moharan 1, numbers 4, 5, 33, 35, and 38 as well as many other teachings the Rebbe gave at around the same time, all dealt with tefillin. From this, one can form a small conception of how far the greatness and holiness of the tefillin reach. 5.11 The Rebbe said he knew of a certain sofer, scribe, who was a hidden tzaddik. The Rebbe very much wanted us to have tefillin written by him. He said he wanted to travel to him personally and get several pairs of tefillin. One had to go to him with great subtlety in order that he would not realize that this was why you had come to him. Otherwise, he might get a little proud. This was why the Rebbe wanted to go personally and get several pairs of tefillin to give out to his followers so that we could all put on his holy tefillin. Before he said this, the Rebbe had told us several times that he wanted us to have good tefillin from a truly pious scribe. From the way he put it, it would appear that he was not referring to any of the noted scribes of today. The most important thing was that the scribe should be genuinely and completely pious. The Rebbe spoke on the subject of good tefillin several times before mentioning the scribe who was a hidden tzaddik. But because of our many sins, nothing more ever came to light, and the Rebbe never revealed to us who this scribe was and where he could be found. Wisdom. His wisdom, 242. The Rebbe spoke of the concept of the evil eye. There is power in a glance. If an evil thought accompanies this glance, it can reach another and harm him. The power of sight actually exists and can touch the visualized object. When the eye is evil, this glance can do actual damage. It is for this reason that the look of a menstruating woman can cause a mark of blood to appear on a mirror. Ramban on Leviticus 18.19 the specific remedy for an evil eye is to smoke the fin of a fish. The Hebrew word for fin is snapir. Turn the letters into numbers and the gematria gives you ra'ayin, the evil eye. Especially good for this is a fish called the shalain. Shalain sounds like shalain, of the eye, and the similarity of pronunciation indicates a deeper relationship. I also heard that the Rebbe said that the fin of a shaline fish should be worn by an adult or child who may be affected by an evil eye. This will protect him. I heard the following from the same source in the name of the Rebbe. The evil eye's power comes from the 400 men that Esau brought with him to battle Jacob. It is written that Esau had 400 men with him. Genesis 32.7 
These 400 came to place an evil eye on Jacob's camp. 400 is the gematria of Ra'ayin, the evil eye. The 400 men are the source of the evil eye. 400 is also the gematria of Snapir, the fin of a fish. This opposes the 400 men of Esau and protects against the evil eye. The Rebbe also mentioned a number of other things that add up to 400. Joy and happiness. A. 1. When a person performs a mitzvah joyously, it is a sign that his heart is holy with God. 2. Joy opens the heart. 3. An increase in joy strengthens the intellect. Eating and drinking are excellent means for instilling the heart with joy and for distancing depression and worry. 4. Giving charity wholeheartedly brings happiness. 5. The joy of a mitzvah strengthens a person. 6. When you see a wicked person suddenly smile, clearly it is because he has come up with some scheme for sinning. 7. By giving good advice, you will be rewarded with happiness. 8. Dancing or energetically moving your body about will awaken feelings of happiness inside you. 9. When you find your heart suddenly feeling happy, it is because some tzaddik has just been born. Moharan 2. Lesson number 8. 7. By drawing close to the true tzaddik, the pollution of the primordial snake departs from a person. Conversely, through attachment to a false leader, this pollution engulfs a person, God forbid. 8. With faith, a person merits to experience God's loving kindness. Through this, the world will be renewed in the future, the laws of nature will be nullified, and the world will be directed exclusively through divine providence and miracles. Then, the new song will be sung. 9. On Rosh Hashanah, a person must force himself to pray forcefully and with great power. Additionally, he must bind his prayer to the true tzaddik, who is extremely powerful and who can pray in a state of strict judgment, as it is necessary to pray in Rosh Hashanah. Through this, the tzaddik merits to extract from the other side all of the Jewish vitality and holiness that the other side swallowed up. For, through the prayer of this very powerful tzaddik, the other side is forced to regurgitate and to free all of the prayers, compassion, and holy understanding that it swallowed up. In turn, God's honor is increased in the world through the proselytes who convert to Judaism, prophecy becomes prevalent, holy faith reaches its perfection, and false beliefs disappear. This leads to the renewal of the world in the future, when the laws of nature will be nullified and the world will be directed with the aspect of the holiness of the land of Israel, that is, exclusively through divine providence and miracles. Then, the song and the melody that will be sung in the future will be sung, which is the main delight of the world to come. 10. By means of the shofar blasts, Tekiah, Shavarim, Teruah, the rectifications discussed in this lesson are also effected. The Tekiah blasts effect the revelation of God's honor and glory, while the Teruah blasts effect the spread of prophecy which results from the revelation of God's glory. The Shavarim blasts cause false beliefs to disappear and holy faith to be rectified. Through the Shavarim blasts, a person also merits to gain holy trust in God, as expressed by the verse, the eyes of all will hope, Yisaberu, in you. Psalms 145.15 The words Yisaberu, 
has the same root letters as Shivarim. All of the other spiritual rectifications which result from those just mentioned are alluded to in the ideas of Rosh Hashanah and Tishrei, the month in which Rosh Hashanah falls. See this lesson in Likutei Moharan for further explanation. stories. Two palaces. There are two types of palaces, and the two are very much the same. However, in one, a king lives, and in the other, a slave lives. Obviously, there is a great difference between the palace of the king and the palace of the slave. Nevertheless, it is possible to confuse the two. This is because there is a knot that binds many souls together, until a house and palace are made from them. One is bound to another, and one to another, until they make a foundation. Then a tent is made, until finally, out of them are built a house and a dwelling place. This dwelling place is a habitation for truth. When one needs to seek the truth, it can be found in that dwelling place made of the knots of souls. They make up the dwelling place of truth. It is for this reason that the Torah commands incline after the majority. Exodus 23.2 Since many are bound together, it is a place of truth. This is also the concept of all the souls of the house of Jacob. Genesis 46.27 This teaches that out of the souls, the house of Jacob was made. This is the house and dwelling place of truth, which is Jacob's quality, as it is written, you will give truth to Jacob. Micah 7 letters, year 1. Letter number 203. I have written you this in order that you should glean hints according to where you are. For though you do have worries, concerns, and activities connected to your livelihood, which distract you, I know that there are a number of areas in which confusion, worries, and fears trouble your thoughts for nothing, as you yourself are aware. I have already spoken about this a great deal, but it is necessary to recall all I have said many times every day. Even when you are working, you must remember God and His Torah. Yes, even in the post office, and on your way there and back, and at similar times. If a person should say to you, Where is your God? Tell him, In the great city of Rome, as is explained in the lesson, Who is the man who desires life? Lekutemo Haran 1, and in other places. Ashrenu, how fortunate are we to have merited to hear holy and awesome words such as these. A man who desires life will hold on to them. Study them over and over. There is nothing better. I do not have time to go on any longer. Thank God who has helped us to be happy again and again. We trust His holy name that we will rejoice and be happy over His salvation in this world and the next. We can really and truly be happy. Nasan, the son of Reb Neftali Hertz of Blessed Memory, of Breslov. Letter number 204. With thanks to God, Sunday night, Noach, 5596, Nemerov. My dear beloved son, I received your letter the night of Hoshana Rabbah, and I was delighted. How, how very much I longed to see your handwriting. Everywhere you turn, in every direction, and with every move, you can see God's miracles and His direct supervision. It never occurred to me that no one would tell you and that you would not know where I was for Yom Kippur until the day after. I even had a letter already the Thursday before Erev Yom Kippur to let you know my situation. Everything is from God, though. Pain, God save us. 
its alleviation, knowledge, good news, and its opposite, God forbid. He made everything good in its proper context and time. All the labor that a man toils at under the sun is futility and vanity, and while it is sometimes necessary to make certain efforts in accordance with God's will, toiling and struggle are most certainly pure futility. I have already talked about this in relation to the verses, Ecclesiastes 3, 1-8, which read, Everything has its time and every purpose has its season. What does a man gain from all his toil? There is much to say about this, but it is impossible in a letter. Besides, it is growing dark, and I have no letters. Year 2. Letter number 454. With God's help, Monday, the 12th of Nisan, 5604, Breslov. Greetings to my dear learned son, the illustrious Rebitzchak, may he live. Along with all his children, may they live. The bearer of this letter just now came to my house with your good letter, which I had been anxiously awaiting, and the wine for Pesach. I thank you, in particular, for acting quickly and sending it with a special courier. May God repay your deed, and may he give you full reward. May you merit to welcome the holy Pesach in holiness and purity, and to make a new start from now on at accustoming yourself to completely forgetting what has happened up to that time. Just be like a person who knows nothing at all. A person can direct his thoughts as he wishes. Summon all your might to keep a hold on your thoughts and to steal away from evil thoughts by sitting and not doing anything, i.e. by ignoring them completely. But if, God forbid, they do overtake you, fulfill, rebuke the beast's beast of the grass, and drive them off. The main thing is to guard oneself from chametz, leaven, and at least not to allow one's mind to ferment with these thoughts, God forbid, as is written in the lesson with the trumpets, Lekutei Mahoran 1, 5. This is particularly true now, when all Israel, and we among them, are working with all their might to remove all chametz from their possession and property. By the same token, we must all the more zealously eliminate from ourselves the fermentation of the mind, right down to the minutest trace, through the power of the true tzaddikim, who are represented by matzah, because of the matzah, the strife, which they create within the other side, so that it will not draw close to the holy sanctuary. The word matzah in Hebrew has two meanings, unleavened bread and strife. Then, through this, we may merit to straighten out the twistedness of our hearts until we attain straightness of heart and true joy. Ashrenu, happy are we that we merited to hear all this, and so much the better that we merited to fulfill a minuscule fraction of it. My eyes are lifted to God that we will merit to completely fulfill this entire teaching. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation. Your letter really uplifted me. For I saw that my words are indeed entering your heart, and by this I am fulfilling, tell them to your children and to your children's children. My hope is that your son, my grandson, David Svi, may he live, should also come to me regularly to hear and receive the words of the living God, which flow forth from the flowing spring, the source of wisdom. If he can come for the final days of Pesach, that would be excellent because from what I hear, it seems very likely that there will be guests for the final days of Pesach, and he will be counted among them. 
May I just be worthy of relating all God's wonders. You have done many things, Lord my God. Your miracles and your thoughts are for us. I wrote yesterday to Cherine that every one of us should really take to heart and understand that it is a matter of no small significance that we merited in this generation to know about a light such as this. Each person, according to his own heart's perception, ought to be saying for himself, I have witnessed marvels, how wondrous are your works. My soul knows it well indeed. See Psalms 139.14 It is time for the afternoon prayers, and I must also write the letter enclosed here for Cherine. It is therefore impossible to elaborate any further. Enjoy the happiness of the coming holy festival. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Shemot HaTzadikim Rabbi Chela Chilfa Bar Agra Chilfe Bar Bered Rabbi Avohu Chilfa Bar Idi Rabbi Chalfu Bar Zavid Abba Chalfa Karuya Rabbi Chachinai Rabbi Chelbo Rabbi Chelbo Mitaiba Rabbi Chelbo Ben Chilfa Bar Samkoi Rabbi Chelbo Bar Hanan Rabbi Chalafta Chalafta Ben Agra Rabbi Chalafta Ish Kfar Hananya Rabbi Chalafta be Rabbi Yosi ben Chalafta, Rabbi Chalafta de min Rapta, Rabbi Chalafta de min Huna, Chalafta Kisri, Chalafta Karuya, Abba Chilkia Barbarei de Choni Hamaagel, Rav Chilkia, Rabbi Chilkia Avuha de Rabbi Minaimin, Rabbi Chilkia Aviv shal Rabbi Mani, Rav Chilkia Mehagrunya, Rav Chilkia Barei de Rav Avia, Rav Chilkia Bar Tuvia. Chilkia Hadromi, Rav Hama Bar Bisna, Rabbi Hama Bar Oshaya, Rabbi Hama Hakohen Aviv Shal Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hama Bar Hanina, Rabbi Hama Bar Buzi, Rav Hama Bar Abba, Rav Hama Bar Rabba Bar Avohu, Hama Bar Ada Shaliach Tzion, Rav Hama Bar Guria, Rav Hama Bar Tuvia, Rav Hama Bar Ukva, Rav Hama Avua de Rav Yosef Bar Hama, Rav Hama Bar Barati Dahasa, Rav Hama Minihardaa, Rav Hama Bar Yosef, Rav Hama Bar Mari, Rav Hama Bar Papa, Rav Hama Bar Hanina Bar Papa, Rav Hama Bar Ashi, Rav Hama Bar Shakla, Rav Hama Dikvar Tchumin, Rav Hana Bagdata'a. Rav Nassan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 34 on Lakutei Moharan 2, 71. May every type of dispute be nullified. May great peace spread throughout the world. May great peace exist between friends and between husband and wife, in particular, among the community and friends who strive to fear your name. Master of the world, Master of peace, King who possesses peace, you know the great upswell of incitement that attempts at every moment to damage peace between friends and Torah sages, in particular, in these generations before the coming of the Mashiach. You also know the harm done by the dispute and arguments that are aroused among your nation, the Jewish people, for no reason, in particular, dispute among tzaddikim and worthy people. All secrets of the heart are revealed to you. We know of no way to repair dispute except by relying on you alone, on your drawing down peace from the source of peace, from the land of Israel, from the consciousness of the land of Israel. Master of the world, you who are truly compassionate, 
Please have compassion on the worthy and decent poor people of the land of Israel. Help us and save us so that we will send them enough to support them honorably. May no dispute whatsoever have the power to impede or interfere with charity for the land of Israel, heaven forbid. Have compassion on the people in the land of Israel and on us for the sake of your name. Help us and save us so that we will always give charity to the land of Israel in order to strengthen the hand of the worthy, needy, and impoverished people who live there, sending them enough to cover their expenses. May all of our intent and activity in this matter be solely for the sake of heaven, without any thought for our own honor at all. Then, as a result of giving this charity, we will make a vessel to receive the flow of the supernal pleasantness with holiness and purity, so that your honor will be increased, magnified, and sanctified in the world. As a result, may all of the consciousness of the rest of the world be rectified and transformed into the consciousness of the land of Israel. May there be great peace in the world, both in the land of Israel and the diaspora. May all consciousness and awareness come into alignment so that we will truly serve you with fear and love. Spread the sukkah of your peace over us. Bring us quickly and joyfully to our land. There we will sing and make music to you all the days of our lives and we will magnify you, praise you, and beautify you always with praises, melodies, and the songs of David your servant, the sweet singer of Israel. May we always magnify and sanctify your name and honor. May the verse be realized, may the glory of Hashem last forever. May Hashem rejoice in His deeds. May we always sense the pleasantness and sweetness in the words of your holy Torah, which are more desirable than gold and fine gold, sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. And a verse states, Words of pleasantness are a honeycomb, sweet for the spirit and healing for the bones, and her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all of her paths are peace. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. Blessed is Hashem, God, God of Israel, who alone does wonders, and blessed is the name of His glory forever, and may His glory fill the entire earth. Amen and Amen.